When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. To the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge, brought to you as always by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps us out, and we really appreciate it. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Gerald Bourget. And yes, we are in the VIP Lounge because the Phoenix Suns took down the Washington Wizards. 95 to 80. Gerald, how you feeling? I feel like we're in a good spot. We're in a good place. We're in a great place. That was everything that we could have asked for from the Suns to bounce back. You know, we mentioned it in pregame. Monty had said they were chomping at the bit to get out there. They chomped the hell out of that bit tonight. Yeah, they, they really did. They were angry and they came out with this one with a vengeance. Um Man, poor Washington Wizards. I kind of felt bad at one point in time. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, ugh. I know what it's like to be on that side of things, and I feel sorry for you. Uh, glad it's not us, though. <laughs> I don't feel bad for them at all. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. I know. It was a really good game. It was good to see that we were able to take the starters out so quickly mm-hmm. into this one or early into this one. Um, I know you and I were chatting. It kind of feels like it had been a hot minute since we've been able to take our starters out that early in a game. Yeah, it had been a while. I I was trying to think back off the top of my head as far as like major blowouts where they've been able to sit their starters for basically the whole fourth quarter. I know early in the year they like whopped the Grizzlies and that was the first mm-hmm. one that came to mind. But it, it's been a while and it's good because we were talking about this the other day, how, you know, they need to find a way to bring Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, their minutes down yeah. heading into the All-Star break with so f- many guys out of the lineup right now. Um, so this was a really good way to do it. Just beat the shit out of your opponent through three quarters and don't even have to show up for the fourth one, which they literally didn't have to. They could have gone scoreless and still won this game. They really could have. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that fourth quarter uh, here in just a little bit. But before we get into that, let's go to the bar first. Yes. Okay. Tonight's drink of the game. <laughs> oh, good one, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. I was wondering Sorry, why. Guys. what was happening. Even worse. Uh, Shots fired from Shane on his first day back. Oh man. I Is just he saying to. we're the we're the, the we're parents old. of the show? He's calling us old. We're the parents of the show, I guess. Gosh. We're I ready to be, has to be after this post game, we'll both be home ready to go to sleep by eight thirty. Man, you're telling me. It's 
about that time. Gerald's going to go get tacos and then go home and take a nap. I'm so mad about that still. Guys, there's a graphic Oh, up. we got the drink of the night. It's the AMF in honor of uh, adios motherfuckers to the wizards because they were not in that game after the second quarter. The so bye. Goodbye. Pretty early on. Um, Just yeah. like Tacos Chiwas said goodbye to, to my order. Postmates order. <laughs> during <laughs> halftime i tried to order tacos during halftime and they just basically 20 minutes later said nope you're not getting your order Aww. so i'm hungry i'm a little irate about it but it's fine i mean this is fine <laughs> yes that is for gerald's comment <laughs> At least the sun's won. if uh, the sun's had lost and you didn't get your tacos then it would be an all-around really bad uh, night and i feel like you would just need to go to sleep yeah. start all over again but thankfully the sun's won and you can still get tacos on your way home. Not from there. It was, no, not from there. <laughs> Taking my business elsewhere. <laughs> Absolutely fair. All right. Uh, yeah, so we got our drinks. We're ready to go. Uh, let's talk about some of the cool things that happened in tonight's game. Mm -hmm. One of them being that uh, they held the Wizards to 80 points. So the yes. fewest points scored on the Suns this season, the... Uh, Next number up from that was 89, and the Clippers and the Rockets both were able to do that this season. Mm -hmm. And that's a cool stat that the Suns just sent out. The first time since March 19th, 2015, they've held an opponent to 80 or fewer points. So That's incredible, and it's honestly kind of surprising it came in that 2015 season. It must have been before that trade deadline when they shipped everybody out. But <laughs> uh, no, really incredible defensive effort from the Suns. We talked about this before the game, how Monty had said – you know, that last game against the Hawks, that's not us. We gave mm -hmm. up three 30-point quarters. We don't do that at shoot-around. We got back to some of our defensive principles, and holy shit, did it look like it. Obviously, the Wizards don't have Beal, so they're missing one of their better scorers, but um, the Wizards have still posted a respectable record without Beal, right. and Beal's shooting numbers are down, so this was still a really good defensive performance. They had 51 points through three quarters, mm -hmm. like... That is insane for an NBA team. That's a halftime score, not a yeah. <laughs> not a third quarter score. Um, so really great job getting back to basics on that front. Yeah, and I mean, even though they were without Bradley Beal, like we talked about Kyle Kuzma in the pregame show, he finished with just nine points. He's had two 20-point games and a 30-point game in his last three. <laughs> Shane's angrily glaring over the Mac because he missed his bet. On the oh, over, I know. He I'm needed, sorry. He needed that Kuzma was just there. rubbing like salt <laughs> in the wound. Sorry, Shane. Um, but yeah, I mean, their highest uh, player tonight, high scoring player tonight, was Harold with 15. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's not going to win you games, no. especially not against the Phoenix Suns. No, and especially not when the Phoenix Suns are coming out with so many different offensive threats. Mm -hmm. They had um, so tonight the through the. The three quarters. We're going to just call it the three quarters. We can the fourth get, quarter's kind of a wash, Yeah, right? that was garbage time. Yeah. We can get rid of that. So through the third quarter, the Suns shot 48.6% from the field, and they had five players in double figures. There mm -hmm. was, a, like I said, a really good mix of offensive contributions tonight. Yeah. No, it, it was it was well-balanced. Um, you know, any game where Devin Booker scores 11 points and you still win by double digits, mm -hmm. that's pretty solid. Um, and it was really good to see... You know, we'll talk about this, but just the balance contributions, yes, but also DA starting them off yeah. strong. Um, and he was kind of a key to all that. I'm ignoring Saul's comment from a few seconds ago Let because he said, it? sorry, I couldn't watch the game and couldn't be on the show. But did someone say sticks at the four? No, no, no one said that. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did play minutes at the four tonight. But That's no, one why said he's, that. no one said we were ignoring it. 
<laughs> we're silencing it, Saul. <laughs> he, he, uh, I mean, he, his minutes at the four were fine tonight against a Wizards team that was down by 30. So. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm ignoring you, Saul. <laughs> oh, Saul. Um, MCG Blue said Sticks was at the one tonight, Saul. Point sticks. Yep, point sticks. That's what we're going with. That's all we're going with. Uh, yeah, but still, really good outing for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate for the Washington Wizards. Great <laughs> for us. New streak starts today. Yes. Hopefully, we'll be able to have uh, three double-digit <laughs> uh, streaks this season. That'd be cool. And maybe some more. I don't know. I'm curious if a team has ever done that in the same season, three double-digit streaks, because yeah. I feel like you'd be pushing it just games-wise at that point. Right. But if anybody could do it, it would be the Phoenix Suns. They're looking like it right now, man. That was a great bounce-back game. I, was, I wasn't worried going into this one, but I was curious to see how they respond, because they always respond and at mm-hmm. a certain point you're like okay at some point like they're gonna have back-to-back bad nights right and no <laughs> they just come only out and... only in december yeah but that one didn't count yeah so because we're not counting it no yeah Mm-mm. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i think i i saw a couple of uh, people on twitter were like talking about our selections in the pregame show and they're like man i feel bad like i was kind of selling Feel bad that I sold my sons this short yeah. with like sons and not <laughs> or sons by nine. I had mm-hmm. sons by eleven. Surprisingly enough, Saul and Espo who picked like seventy six <laughs> and three hundred were the closest they, to getting this one right. Yeah, they would have been. <laughs> thank God for that fourth quarter making us look more sane because <laughs> it took the Wizards yeah. dropping twenty nine in the fourth and all garbage time for us to be close. <laughs> yeah. So that fourth quarter, um, ten points yeah. scored by the Suns. Mm-hmm. Like our. I guess I don't want to say are we worried, but like no. I would have preferred to have seen a little bit more from those guys in those minutes. Yeah, it's uh, you want to see those guys be able to produce a little bit in the time that they're given because right, it was basically exactly. all bench, all third string lineups. Um, you know, Jalen Smith, Ish Wainwright, Justin Jackson, guys like that. But you know, it's it is what it is. Like that mm-hmm. was just a game that at that point I don't think either team cared. Uh, you know, maybe the Suns did a little bit because those guys don't get a lot of minutes on a team like this. But, uh, yeah, not not too concerned about that. Like I said, they could have gone yeah. scoreless and they still would have won this game by five. Which I know, is... Metal Mike said we didn't even need those ten points, LMAO. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break because the moment we've been waiting for since September mm-hmm. is finally here in honor of the big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Now, if you're not a new customer, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same-game parlays. As we know, you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use that promo code PHNX, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 to get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook. Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. Speaking of DraftKings, mm-hmm. 
We're going to name our DraftKings king of the game. And yes. of course, none other than DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton finished with 20 points and 16 rebounds. He was 8 of 14 from the field. He went out there and had himself a meal tonight. Yeah. And and, and he chipped in, I think, two steals, two assists as well. Um, just a really good bounce back game. We had talked before the show about how Monty was saying he's expecting him to knock the rust off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knocked it all the way off tonight. He was dominant in that first half. And, you know, that that was kind of what we had been wanting to see him attacking the offensive glass the way he did. Um, you know, just the effort that it takes on both ends, his conditioning was, it looked like it was in a much better place tonight after those first two games where it, it seemed like he was still kind of getting his win back. So that was really good to see. It, it feels like we're back to dominant DA territory again after just two games. Like I've missed like three weeks with the ankle sprain. Now he's back. Looks like he's fully back after tonight. Yeah. It just took a minute to get the you know, get his legs back from mm-hmm. back underneath him and figure it all out. That was his 111th career double-double, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's just like a walking double-double. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's funny because, well, I don't think it's as drastic with DA as it is with Devin. Devin, we take advantage sometimes just – it just becomes – day-to-day stuff, having a 30-point night. It's like, oh, cool, Devin had a great game. (laughs) With DeAndre, and sometimes I feel like it's the same thing with the Mm double-doubles. And while I don't think there's still so much conversation around DeAndre, especially with how uh, JaVale McGee and Bismack Biombo have been able to play this season – but at the end of the day, I think we just have to take a step back because we haven't given DeAndre flowers in a really long time. Mm-hmm. We do need to give DeAndre some flowers because it is certain games where DeAndre's presence really does make it, – it's the difference maker yes. for some of these games. And we have to remind ourselves of that at times. Yes. And we do have a $2 super chat from Manuel. This is for Shane. Aww. See, you won a little bit. LOL. Here we go. I'm getting some money Aww. back. Maybe I can eat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really sweet chat, maybe, a super chat. Maybe he can eat tonight. That was not really sweet. That felt I, like it was patronizing. It, it felt. I thought it was like, hey, don't worry, bud. You'll get them you, next time. You can get like half of a pity taco with that money. Shame. You could totally you get it. two Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> oh, that. yeah. You definitely can. Yeah, you know. I think four. I think there's still two for 99 cents. Yeah, not that I have been there le- lately. I have been Which there lately, and they're cents. they're like they're like just under two dollars. Really? So I can get did they do the, did they do the iTunes thing where they went from like ninety nine yeah. cents to a dollar twenty nine? Yep. That's bullshit. Yep. That is bullshit, Gerald. I'm upset. I'm pissed. Like the dollar twenty five store. Ah, uh, Jack in the Box. Great How tacos if you're impaired. Um, Josh said <laughs> Da has the crown with, but Shane is the real king tonight. Oh, that's nice. Can I be honest? Yeah. Um, so, chat, you guys have been really mean to me lately, <laughs> um, and and I was I was I was worried that I was going to get smacked around like a toy tonight for <laughs> placing my crown again. Uh-huh. Um, you guys have been really nice tonight, and. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't place the crown tonight. That was our new intern, Emma, because once you guys eventually just shit on me for my crown placement again, I was just going to blame it on her. But apparently, you Emma. guys can see it. So Emma coming through with her. the immediate great crown placement. Shane, that's rough, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Even the chat the chat was like, wow, Shane did a great job with the crown tonight. It wasn't Shane. That's rough. <laughs> we love Shane. Shane's our favorite. Don't tell anybody else, but Shane's yeah, our favorite. We love Shane. Yeah. Leah said, Queen Emma. Emma Queen from Josh. Dang, Emma, you're getting love already. There we go. Guys, 
Must guys. be nice. Welcome to the PH. <laughs> guys, give some love to Shane. My flowers Send have been Shane wilted. Shane is Walmart Emma. So <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Manuel said, damn, even when Shane wins, he loses. <laughs> you hate to see it. Bless your heart, Shane. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we were talking about DA at one point. Yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit more about DeAndre in and just kind of like, I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily call it a reminder, but yeah. maybe a refresher yeah. on just how valuable he really is to this team. Right. It's been a while. And you look, the great thing about the Suns, and this is something that their centers have been saying all season long, is that it's a great system to set them up for success. If you're a rim rolling big, like JaVale McGee, like Bismarck Biombo, even like Jalen Smith, when he plays his correct position of the five, Saul, if you're still watching, uh, <laughs> you are set up for success because they have two great facilitators in the pick and roll and Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges. Campaign and, and uh, sorry, Mikhail Bridges and Campaign are both capable of doing it as well. You're going to be set up for success. So it's really cool that McGee and Biombo have been able to come in and have that success. Right. But at the same time, there's levels to this. Like in a playoff series, you're not going to get by with McGee starting at the five. You're not going to get by with Bismarck starting at the five. You need DA because he does things at a slightly higher level than these guys. Respected veterans, though they may be, filling their roles very well. It's difference, you know, kicking the shit out of the Charlotte Hornets in January versus playing the Milwaukee Bucks in the finals or playing, you know, the Denver Nuggets in the first round, whatever we're talking about here. So DA, yes, it was like, kind of like a refresher because he's been out for a while and because you know with the trade deadline approaching it's easy to start speculating about stuff and mm -hmm. wondering about stuff his contract situation is still up in the air this was just kind of another showcase that like yes he's important to what they do on both ends of the floor you need him and in the playoffs you're definitely going to need him it's also good to get him back now and get him kind of going back to midseason form before next week. Yes. When we do face teams like the Bucks. Right. Yeah. So we've got upcoming, we've got a back to back with the Chicago Bulls and the right. Philadelphia 76ers, two of the top teams in the East. Then they come home, they get a day off. And on Thursday, they get the Milwaukee Bucks. So pretty exciting three game stretch coming up. Um, but we'll, we'll see how they fare. What is it, Manuel Shane? said, knowing Shane, he'd be allergic to any flowers we'd give him. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. They're just coming for you tonight. Oh, you know what they, you know what they say. They're all, you're always mean to the people you love the most. <laughs> it's true. Sure. You really are. That's why we love you, Jack. Or she's Shane. Oh, my it's God. I'm reading the next thing on my page, which is Gerald's tweet. It literally says Gerald's tweet. Oh, here so we I go. read out loud, Gerald. I'm sorry. <laughs> But we do have to bring up Gerald's tweet. Yeah, let's talk about it. Oh, I told you guys before this, I actually named this uh, PNG Bad Gerald because he was being a little stinker. Look, read it out loud. If you've been following me for a while on Twitter, you are aware that I make these puns from yes. time to time. And it had been a while. So mm -hmm. I tweeted, great performance from DeAndre Ayton tonight. Just needed some time to get back in shape and find his rhythm again. A sort of reconditioning to get back to form. His gestating period, if you will. 
And what were the responses like to this one? Showering with me with praise and gifs <laughs> and mostly booze. When you tweeted this out, we were all sitting in here. I think all of us collectively were like, boo, Gerald, boo. It doesn't have the same effect when you read it out loud. When you cr- when you come across <laughs> it in the timeline and you're scrolling, you're like, okay, here's a chunk of actual so analysis. Levels. There's levels to it. Levels to your trolls. You you're, you think it's analysis, and then you get to the horrible pun at the end, and that's how I I just bring you right in. <sighs> this is the girth tweet of the night. <laughs> oh no, from Mike, uh, and then uh, yeah. also said cringeworthy. Look, if you've been following me on Twitter, you, you know, know I make the DeAndre Ayton puns. Yeah. I have a whole document on my computer with future Ayton puns that I have no, not used yet. Really? Oh, yeah. So, like, it's like you wake up. If you would just have a dream about a pun, you'll wake up, you roll over, and you, like, put it in this It's literally just basically. a list of words that end in Asian oh, because it started with domination and dominating, and I made it as a joke, and then I just kept um, doing it, and now I had to brainstorm. you got to do your background. So how many words would you say you have on there? There's at least probably like 45 words in here. Okay. And how much time did you spend on this? I think I just Googled end words that end with Asian. Okay. You found some that would maybe be able to like right. directly would tr- be translatable. Yeah. Some of them are stretch. I won't lie. But okay. the gestating period, I felt like I was proud of that. Some one. of them. Uh, <laughs> Shane, you need to be practicing your crown placement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that your worst one? No. Or best? Probably not. Depending on the the way you write these? It's not my best. It's not my worst. I think one of my best was like the second or third time I did it. And people were like, okay, he's starting to do these. And then that one blew up. And I can't remember what it was. But it's been. When did these start? Was it mostly? It like, was around the time when he started pushing the dominating nickname. Okay, so a while ago. Then. Yeah, it yeah. was like years, a year or two ago. Okay. But yeah. Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> that is just oh my god. And since he's our king of, of of the night, our draft king, king of the night tonight was his coronating ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sh- feel free to send uh, ghost emojis to Gerald Not on ghost Twitter, emojis. <laughs> so that everyone understands it'll be like our inside jokes, like that's our, us booing Gerald, but in a nice way. Why are you trying to bring up past trauma? With the ghost emoji. <laughs> what do you mean? Never mind. We don't, we're not here to talk about my dating life. Um, let's... <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what do you mean? I, I thought, Gerald, I thought you, I thought I thought you were bringing... that would have been obvious, but no. apparently not. I thought you were bringing up like you had a really bad haunting as a kid. I oh, know. no. I was like, what? What is happening? Um, uh, no, I like to give you a lot of grief about this, Gerald, but honestly, most of them I find quite amusing. So Thank you. Continue. Please continue. I'm going to keep them coming. Yeah, as you should. The people need their puns. Gerald needs a girth emoji, says Manuel. Oh, he doesn't. (laughs) No. He doesn't need that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, Gerald. It is time to take your shot, presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. So COVID-19 vaccines (laughs) are free for everyone five and older. And those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Gerald, what is our shot of the night? Yeah, it was definitely, I think it was first or second quarter, but uh, we had a Suns fast break there. And Mikhail Bridges threw quite an ambitious lob to DA. And the way that he was just able to corral this, you know, Mikhail's driving, throws it up, and DA just finishes it like it's no big deal. 
Like it, it wasn't an alley-oop dunk, but the way that he just kind of glided right into it, threw it off the backboard and in, um, that was that really stood out. And in a mm-hmm. second half that we didn't really have much action going on, we had to go with the coolest highlight. That was probably that was probably it. Yeah, and it was in the first quarter. It was a great way to kind of like get this game kind of going, seeing DeAndre kind of feel back to himself and just really high, highlight the athletic ability that he has. So mm-hmm. that was a really fun uh, highlight to see tonight. And just a reminder one more time, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. So tonight's game felt really short, probably because <laughs> it, went, it was. It went by so in, fast. <laughs> like in all reality, it was really short. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else outside of just the general like suns coming out with a lot of energy and putting this one away early that stood out to you? I think the biggest thing for me, and it, and it I don't want to be negative on a night where the suns, you know, cruise to a 15 point victory. But if you're watching that fourth quarter and I, you know, God bless you, I don't blame you if you were not watching that fourth yeah. quarter because it was over. It was all bench players. But the suns if they have to rely on Alfred Payton minutes at any point in the playoffs, it's not going to go well for them. It's just not. Um, he, you know, two points, one of six, uh, minus nine in his 21 minutes. The Suns just need him to be solid. And this wasn't a night where, like, they needed a lot from him. It doesn't matter. It didn't affect the outcome. But there are going to be games, especially with Landry Shamit and campaign still out before this All-Star break, where they need him to be solid. Right. He wasn't solid tonight. Monty has repeatedly said, use that word solid. We Mm -hmm. just need him to be steady. And he's not been that. Like he's had a couple of decent shifts lately, but then he'll commit a really bad turnover or he'll miss a layup or God forbid he'll take a three pointer and build a side practice facility with that brick. Like it's just not, it's not good for the Suns if he's playing this way. So Shane, stop <laughs> laughing. You got Shane on that yeah. one. But I mean, that you, you should have known. He wasn't ready. Not um, only anybody was ready for that one. <laughs> but like they, they just need more from Alfred Payton. And that is why approaching this trade <laughs> deadline, it's important for them to consider a potential upgrade. We've talked so much about how we would dread the day that Dario Saric is traded um, because he's such a likable guy. But like, you're this close to a title and Alfred Payton is your third string point guard. You need an upgrade there, whether it's a guy like an Eric Gordon, a Goran Dragic on the buyout market. Those are just some of the names off the top of my head that like you might be able to rely on more in a playoff series. So I don't want to read too much into 21 minutes off the bench of a blowout game for a third string point guard. But that's one thing that continued to stand out to me is the Alfred Payton minutes have not been good. They need to be better than what they are. Do you think now, having had seen multiple games with campaign sidelined and Alfred Payton a little bit more, mm-hmm. is that your number one area of concern moving forward? Because I know we've talked about the guard situation and the wing situation a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of like depending on the day. Right. But is, has this kind of swayed you a little bit more to that side? A little bit. Like <clears throat> we should bear in mind that like in the playoffs – campaign will be filling those minutes as long as he's healthy. The concern is like, what if something happens to campaign? We saw in last year's playoff runs, multiple guys go down. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul gets a stinger campaign with his injury. Chris Paul again with the COVID. Um, 
like we've had multiple injuries that have arisen over this last playoff run. If that happens again, and you do have to play Alfred Payton for even, you know, five to 10 minutes in a playoff game, that's not going to go well for you. So my thing is like campaign hasn't been reliable for the majority of the season. He's come around over the last month or so, which is encouraging, but like he hasn't been at his best. Landry Shamit has been pretty bad as we've established multiple times. And so has Alfred Payton. So you need a backup guard who can create their own shot, who can create for others, who can play off the ball, on the ball. Unless campaign like turns it around and proves that he's going to be reliable again, like you need that guy. So that's why we circle around, you know, Eric Gordon or a Goran Dragic or someone like that, because they have proven that they can do that. In Gordon's case, he's been doing that all season for a very bad Rockets team. So you need a guy like that. And that's why that remains my concern, because even if Shamit's in there, okay, Shamit hasn't been great this season. Even if campaign's in there, he's been better recently, which is good, but not great all season. Mm-hmm. So what's up with Girth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's, okay, as a Star Wars fan, I appreciate that one. There you <laughs> go. Great. I know I saw this. Okay. We're going to give you a little story time here. Okay. Um, So for the ASU show that Shane is a part of, they are doing this thing like a, what is it, lucky food? Luck food. Good luck food. Yes. And they were, he was asking us during the game, he's like, hey, what kind of food should we do tonight? And I was like, you should definitely do tacos. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, we haven't done tacos yet. So he texts Sean, who is also on the ASU game. He said, hey, let's do tacos. Pick some up before you come into the studio. Sean messaged him back and says, so like Taco Bell? <laughs> and I about had... A full-on meltdown because... Lindsay was not about it. Somebody says to you, let's get tacos, and your initial response (laughs) is Taco Bell. Like, I just want to know, like, who hurt you? Like, who who, has never taken you to Taco Boys? in life (laughs) that your first initial thought when you hear the word taco is Taco Bell? Like, and I love me some Taco Bell. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like... Come on, my yeah, guy, like can, Sean, like we got, we, I let me help you love please. yourself more. Yes, <laughs> we love, we love you, Sean. Love first. yourself too. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Taco Bell, but no. yeah, it, like someone take this man to Taco Boys. Literally, like, there's so many great places in this town. We, yeah. we got a family, tacos. we got a family Taco Boys pack. So do we? We'll see if that brings us Jeez. luck. Oh hell yeah, there we go. Josh says, bro, you and AZ, and you're getting Taco Bell. Boo this man. Taco Cabana, shout out it. to the to the 505 back home. Miss oh. me some Taco C. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. So back to the Suns. I just had we just had to put that out there. We mm-hmm. had to shame Sean a little mm-hmm. bit. Um. But like in a, we're gonna lift you up, right? What does Monty say? We're gonna. What is call the you call you up. We're gonna call we're not you ca- up. I'm not calling you out. I'm calling you up. Or yeah, or in one of the two. I don't know. We got to do that to Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people were talking about Ish Wainwright as well. <laughs> um, in his fourth quarter minutes tonight. Sure. And throughout the game, you and I were actually having a conversation. You're like, I kind of do hope that the Suns um keep Ish. Yes. They... Is that in like? Pre-trade deadline, post-trade deadline, does right. it kind of depend on the yeah. situation? It'll it'll depend on what they do. I like I love Ish. I've gone on the record as saying he's probably the nicest guy on the Suns roster. Um, he's just a good dude, and he works really hard. You know, it's tough to come in on a two-way contract and win over a hardworking group like this. Right. Like if you don't work hard with this team, you're gonna stick out. Um, that's why a guy like Chandler Hutchinson didn't really work out here. But like Ish Wainwright has come in, he's won over that whole locker room. And 
I think that the importance of Ish Wainwright, it depends on what you do at the trade deadline. But we've talked a lot about Tory Craig and the Suns' need for that extra wing who can log minutes as a small ball five. The Suns don't really have that outside of Ish Wainwright. They did that the other night with Jay Crowder at the five. And you can do that for a certain stretch, but like they don't have that bona fide small ball five like a Tory Craig, like a Robert Covington. They don't have that. And Ish showed against the Spurs the other night that he can maybe do it, but mm-hmm. that was only one game. So I think if you don't find a player like a Craig at the trade deadline who can fill that role, you do need to keep Ish. You need to convert his contract from a two-way to a full-time contract for the rest of the season because right now a two-way contract guy is not eligible to play in the playoffs. So he wouldn't be able to suit up for the Suns unless they convert his contract. Do you is that did they has there ever been a reasoning behind that, or is it any or the any expectation for it to change? So is it just a money thing? I think last year they did change it to where two way guys could play, but this year there's been no indication that they're doing that. And I think last year it was because of the whole COVID reasoning. Right. Kind of need just more bodies. This year I think it might depend on if there's another outbreak around when the playoffs start because we had our our big outbreak period, if you will, around mm-hmm. like December, January. Um, it seems like they've kind of gotten past that, the league has. But if, you know, a couple months from now we circle back, there's a new variant, whatever, like maybe we'll see them change the rules. But I just feel like depending on what you do at the trade deadline, if you have that spot, yes, like convert him, give him a spot on the roster. You need a spot dedicated to a small ball five. Dario Saric, if he doesn't come back for the playoffs, you don't have that guy. You have DeAndre Ayton, JaVale McGee, Bismarck Biombo, Frank Kaminsky, and Jalen Smith. That's five guys that are traditional centers. You only have 15 spots on a roster. You don't need five guys that are traditional centers. Yeah, like that, that was going to be my follow up. Like, how concerned are you that now we are, we went from yeah. thin <laughs> to thick? Like, what, how well, concerned are you about the it, maybe too many? It's kind of funny because, like, this happened to the Suns with point guards a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like they had too many. They had yeah. Eric Bledsoe, Goran Dragic, and um, Isaiah Thomas. And then for years, Devin Booker was out there running with Isaiah Kanan and like it, it was and Mike James, guys like that. So now it's the same thing with centers. Like we went from not having enough to too many. You need to get rid of one of them at least. Or trade one of them. Yeah. I don't know how the trade deadline is going to shake out. I don't know what the buyout market's going to look like. It's too early to tell. But they do need another ball, another shot creator or ball creator. And they need another wing that can log those small ball five minutes. Right now, they don't have either one of those things. They have too many centers. Like, they just do. Well, I guess we'll figure <laughs> out in the next... Uh, what, five, six days or so? Yeah. It's Thursday is the trade deadline, I'm correct? A, yeah, I'm about to go on the road for these Chicago-Philly games. I swear to God, that's probably when the, one of these trades is going to drop. Definitely. But you know what? You'll be there. You'll be able to get uh, some firsthand responses from the team and yeah. keep us updated on kind of their thought processes a little bit, how they're going to approach things and uh, how they're feeling about everything. Yeah. All right. So we have one final topic of the night and this is our tweet of the night that comes from Simpson. So they shared a photo of a fan who it at least appears that maybe this was at tonight's <laughs> game with a sign that says, quote, Phoenix fans have rock lawns. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Where's Meaning, the like, lie? Everybody always said it was like, what? Rock yeah. lawns. Meaning we have gravel in our front yards instead of grass. So, <laughs> um, And I just thought this was really funny. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter just having a fun time mm-hmm. with this tweet. <laughs> It's hilarious because it's true. Yeah. Where's the lie? <laughs> there, there is no lie there. But um, I just like, is it is it just really un, that uncommon everywhere else to not have like desert-ish landscapes? I, I mean, my girlfriend is from Minnesota and so she came out here and she was like making fun of what we call grass because it's like mostly dead patches of like balding yeah, grass basically. Like yellow, <laughs> yeah, it's like yellow brown. Yeah, it. It's not soft <laughs> at all. It doesn't feel pleasant. Um, so it's, I mean, I guess it's not common, but I've, I've lived in the Southwest my whole life. So you're asking the wrong person. Same. Like well, in, I guess I lived in California, so... Yeah, like in our front yard back home in Albuquerque, we had little patches. We had rocks, but we had little patches of like chopped up bottles of glass that were like, it looked very pretty. It was very sparkly. But then I grew up and I thought back on it. I was like, that was ghetto as shit. We had like <laughs> splintered glass bottles like in our yard as decoration. I, blew, I just blew your mind, Explain didn't I? <laughs> just, just one more time. So they're like... It's like glass bottles. Okay. Like chopped up into little tiny shiny pieces. Chopped? And spread. Or I don't know like how broken. they're chopped. I, I wasn't there for the process. Like, of shat- how like shattered glass, basically. <laughs> My dad's just having me shatter beer bottles in the front yard. <laughs> calling like it shattered glass. Landscaping. Um, yeah. It, was like, it wasn't sharp. It was all like. Not okay. rounded, but it was so it's dulled. kind of like you know how you see beaches that have like what they call like glass beaches or whatever. It's, yeah, it's soft, yeah. but like those are bigger chunks of like that. Sand. Yeah, they they weren't big. They were like little. Okay, they weren't. And it was all colorful. It was all colorful. How it looked big pretty. of a it was, patch would it be? Um, probably like the size of this table. Like there were two patches. There was what there was a circle around our big tree that was in the front yard. It was like a decorative thing, and then there was one near the front. But it's like get it. No, it's fine. No, it looked pretty. And like growing up, I was like, wow, our our house is cool. We have this shiny glass in the front. And then I grew up and I was like, we have shredded like (laughs) beer bottles (laughs) as decorations in our front yard. Listen, it's a great way to recycle. It's very innovative. (laughs) Our landscaping is recycled. Like you guys are just looking out for the environment the same way that we here at Phoenix also are. Uh, we don't have a choice. We have to look out for the environment because uh, uh, it's very expensive to have really nice grass, especially in your front yard. Like if you're yeah. going to have grass, you want it at least, I would say, in your backyard if you use your back. Whichever, oh, yeah. we have whichever grass yard in the backyard. you use the most, you yeah. want your grass back there. Right. But like if it's just to look pretty on the front yard, like it is not worth the water bill and just no. the usage of water. Here in Phoenix. The so. rocks are so much easier to tend to. You just pull weeds every now and then and that's yeah, that's exactly. it. Exactly. This I just think this is such a funny tweet because like <laughs> you're not wrong. I, I can't like, even look at it after the glass comment. Like, where thing. did she come up with the idea that like of like this throwing the elbow about this? That's what I want to know. I want to know the backstory. Like she came to a game in Phoenix and was like, all this stuff, but I just want to know the backstory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like who, who was the person who brainstormed that? It's I, I thought it was funny. It's like one of those things that's like funny because it's true. It is. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. All right, Gerald. Well, thank you for hanging out with me, guys. I know it was a little bit of a short one, but it's just Gerald and I holding it down tonight. Um, Gerald has some really good articles up on gophnx.com. So if you haven't read those yet, 
head over there, check it out. If you haven't become a member yet, please consider doing so. Uh, We really appreciate your support. We appreciate your support here, night in and night out, hanging out with us before and after games. And of course, if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, thanks for always joining us. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. Gerald, everyone in the chat is asking for you to yell like Espo. So I think we should close out the game, the show with that. With with my Espo yeah, impersonation. Espo. Just remember, the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Ahoy hoy. <laughs>